Welcome to Counsel the Word, a podcast of the Center for Biblical Counseling and Discipleship. I'm your host, Keith Palmer, and today we're going to be talking about how we relate to our devices affects how we relate to God. Well, I'm thankful to have again with me today my good friend and fellow pastor Brent Osterberg. Uh, Brent is the pastor at Living Hope Bible Church in North Texas and also is an ACBC certified counselor and contributor here at CBCD. Uh, Brother, so good to be with you again. Thanks for uh, spending some time to have this conversation today. It's always a pleasure, Keith. Thanks for having me on. So uh, we were just talking uh, before we started recording about how relevant this topic is. We all rely on devices, computers, iPads, phones, uh, we live in a technologically rich age, and, and so much of our life is intertwined around that. And Christians ought to be thinking about our relationship with technology, and specifically our conversation today is is regarding how we relate to our devices and how that affects how we relate to God. So this is an intriguing topic, and uh, I'm eager to get started. So uh, maybe just start off with a real basic uh, uh, question here. Is technology evil, and how should we think about our devices from a moral perspective? Yeah, the devices that we use as Christians, um, the devices themselves aren't evil, but it, uh, if we have any problems with our use of a device, it's because the user has a problem, right? And us, the individual, has a problem with the way that we're using it. So technology in and of itself is not evil, but I, I like this paragraph that I encountered in uh, Tim Chantley's book, The Next Story, Life and Faith After the Digital Explosion. Um, he, he says it better than I could, so I'm just going to read Tim Chantley's. He says, so while it is true that we please and honor God when we create and develop new technologies, we must also understand that technology is like everything else in this sinful world. It is subject to the curse. These things we create can and will try to become idols in our hearts. Though they enable us to survive and thrive in a fallen world, the very aid they provide can deceive us with a false sense of comfort and security, hiding our need for God and his grace. Though the devices and tools we create are inherently amoral, at the same time, we would be foolish to believe that they are morally neutral. The things we create to assist us in overcoming the consequences of the curse also seek to dominate us, drawing our hearts away from God rather than drawing us toward him in dependence and faith. The iPhone in your pocket is not an evil device, yet it is prone to draw your heart away from God, to distract you and enable you to rely on your own abilities rather than trusting God. I think he's spot on. Um, we have to be wise in the way we think about this phone in our hands or the computer that's right in front of us or the iPad that we're, we're swiping on. Um, we can look to it to uh, satisfy us, to uh, be what we depend on. It, it points us back to ourselves and puts us in a bubble of self-love and self-trust. If we're not careful, it can draw us away and distract us. And a lot of what I want to talk about today is really that distraction Um tendency that we have when it comes to how we use our devices. So I hope that Chally's answered the question for us, but yes, I think it's, it's mainly about 
uh, what comes out of our hearts and how we use our devices comes out of our uh, hearts. So we need to make sure that we're using them to either worship the Lord and honor him and obey him, or um, we're going to be actually using it to feed the flesh. Yeah, that's sobering, but, but really, really is true. So uh, you already addressed, uh, already brought up the issue of distractions. Uh, so let's talk about that as well as some other spiritual dangers that are associated with how we use our devices. Um, talk to us about that, please. Yeah, I, I and thinking about this, I uh, thought about a couple of verses that might we might do well to ask a question about. We know that uh, in Psalm chapter 1, the man who prospers is the one who meditates on the law of the Lord day and night, right? So would it be more true of us to say that we meditate on the law of the Lord day and night or that we are on our phones day and night? That's kind of an evaluative question for each of us. Um, are we spending more time on our devices, whether it's social media, the blogs, or our email, what have you, or having the scriptures um, be rolling around in our hearts and minds, uh, whether we're reading it, listening to it, meditating on it, um, what, which one is more true for us? And that, that can be a convicting um, question to ask. And uh, um, I remember Psalm 119, verse 148 as well, where the psalmist says, My eyes are awake before the watches of the night, that I may meditate on your promise. Is that more true that we're awake before the watches of the night with the word of God on our hearts and minds, or are we awake before the watches of the night on our phones? One of the things I think is the most dangerous for us in terms of distraction is that since we are so used to um, responding to our phones when we hear a no- notification go off, checking our phones to see if anybody has texted or if somebody has uh, responded to uh, a Twitter a thread or something like that. We're so used to, to distracting ourselves that it, it's going to be hard for us to meditate on the law of the Lord. Perhaps um, our listeners have found this to be true. When you sit down with the word of God, you open it up and you've been told at church that you need to sit and, and think deeply about God's word and respond to it in prayer. But you find that you're tempted to look at the phone. And it's even worse if you use your phone for Bible reading because there are all kinds of distractions on the, the face of your device. There's notifications and there's uh, things you think about, apps that you remember. And so how, how often are you tempted to go look at the phone? Or even if you're not tempted to go look at your phone, why are you trying to meditate on the scriptures? Are there things that you have co- encountered on your device that become temptations for your thoughts to uh, be driven away from the content of the word of God. I know that's true for me that uh, I'll be sitting there and I'll think about a piece of information, you know, that I, that I got off my phone or maybe it's something like, did that person respond or, or did people, um, did people like my post? Did they retweet my post? Right. I, I wonder if that person responded to what I said whenever I, I uh, sent that text message to them. So there's so much information and so much interaction we use on our phones that even that information stays with us. And it be- can become a temptation for us to be drawn away, even if we're not um, going in the other room to grab our phones. Uh, what we've encountered on our phones can distract us. 
And we've, we've trained ourselves to be distracted in that way. And so it's hard for our minds not to dart off in the direction of information or people and just sit with God and sit at the feet of Jesus like Mary did whenever uh, Martha was being distracted with much work. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm really convicted about that in my own heart. Honestly, Keith is, is, uh, how I've trained myself to be distracted. If I've trained myself to be distracted, then, um, I'm making it harder for me to delight in the Lord through deep meditation upon what he's revealed. So helpful. And, and I'm, I'm being convicted with you as you're, as you're talking here, but, but these are, we, these are needed conversations because, uh, we, we want to be wholly devoted to the Lord. We want to be undistracted in our affection and our worship. So help us to know what are some practical ways to both limit and, and redeem our devices for the sake of Christ? What are some practical things we could do uh, to help in this area? I think that um, this can be easily be for or whether we're discipling somebody or counseling somebody, something that we assign as a homework assignment. Um, to limit their use of device time and redeem it with something that is um, will help them to draw near to the Lord, first of all. So I think that's something that I, I would like to recommend. Um, we've got to teach ourselves and our counselees and disciples to slow down. Um, one, one woman's blog that I read, she, she said that she was sitting at dinner with her husband. And because of all of the device time that she was used to, she said she felt like her attention was divided up into like a thousand different little slices, you know? And so we've got to, we've got to work hard by the grace of God and the power of the spirit, work hard at slowing down. And it's going to take some time to, to just tell ourselves no and turn our minds back to what is lovely and what is good and what is commendable in the scriptures again and again. So sit down, read the text. And when you feel your mind darting off somewhere, then pray, ask for help and get it right back on the word. And we're going to have to keep doing that. It's, it's going to feel awkward and it's going to be hard at first, I think, but we, we've, we've let ourselves get here subtly over time. And so we're going to have to take the hard steps to, to get back to a place where we, we're less distracted when it comes to the word of God. And so uh, one of the things that uh, Tony Ranke suggests, uh, one of his um, blog posts is don't check your phone first thing in the morning. No, you know, it's right there on our, our bedside table. And we want to check that. It looks like right there, the, you know, and, and our alarms are often on our phones anyway. And so that, that can be dangerous too. You might just want to get a regular alarm clock and we want to check the text, check the email, check um, our social media accounts when, and, and then that, what that does before we're really awake and really ready for the day, we're inundated. And we've got to do something with all the information that we receive. We, how are we going to categorize that, you know? And oftentimes the way that we take the information and uh, where we categorize it is not in a good place. We, we tend to heap things on our own shoulders and worry, and it becomes a source of anxiety instead of taking those things to the Lord and trusting them. But oftentimes, I don't know about you, Keith, but when I wake up in the morning, I, it's, it's hard for me to get going sometimes, and uh, your mind's not in the best place. You, you, what, what do you need first thing in the morning? You need God. You need prayer. You need his word. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, right? And so uh, that could be a, a good way to set the tone of the day. Just first thing in the morning, go to the word. 
And I really would suggest, and I know this is not a law for anybody, but I really would suggest um, using a physical Bible because it, it is less distracting and less tempting uh, when it comes to the things that you want to access on your device. So I would I would suggest taking just a physical Bible where all you can see is the text and have your phone in the other room and sit down with God's word. Um, also, it might be important for you to do a media fast. I was listening to World Radio, the world and everything in it the other day, and one of the commentators has been doing that and was was talking about it, how valuable it was for her to do a, a social media fast um, for, I think it was maybe a month or so or uh, or longer. And oftentimes we've been in it for so long, we don't realize what we're missing or we don't realize how it's affected us until we get out of it. And then we realize that our mind is more clear. There's less temptation. There's less um, of a, a tendency to be anxious or jealous of people because we're seeing how they're living their lives on social media. So we often need to get outside to see um, what we're missing in terms of the freedom to draw near to the Lord um, without those hindrances and those those things that entangle us as we seek to, to run the race for Christ. So um, I, w- I would suggest doing a media fast and help having some people get uh, in your life for accountability for that purpose. Um, one thing that um, a while back Tim Challies recommended is an, instead of being on social media so much where you've got a feed and you can just scroll forever. You know, you've got however many friends on Facebook and you've got all these Twitter followers. You scroll and scroll and scroll. You could be on there forever. And instead, find the good ministries or, you know, um, organizations that you want to hear from and you really trust and just subscribe to their emails. Subscribe to their newsletter. So you've got that content in limited fashion. It's put into your inbox. And instead of just this unlimited feed that you're always scrolling. And that can get you good resources without the the endless information that we we access and we subject ourselves to. So that's a good way. Also, um, in order to help ourselves slow down, I would suggest that, uh, and this is something I want to do too. I'm not, I don't have this down. A guy like John Piper does this really, really well. But journaling does help us to slow down. If we want to meditate on the law of the Lord and meditate on Christ and see his glory revealed in the text, then write down what it is we learn in the word of God. And uh, the pen forces us to slow down. We've got to articulate our thoughts. They're not just vague and general up in our heads. So we write in comprehend or uh, in, in a clear, a clarifying way what we're learning. And that helps us to think harder and to slow down. And it also helps us to meditate and have those truths dig trenches in our hearts. And so that's a, another practical thing we can do to help one another to uh, to not be distracted from meditation, which is so incredibly important for the Christian life and for growth. Well, Brian, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been a very helpful conversation, convicting, but also encouraging as we, we seek to honor Jesus in our, our device. So thanks so much for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you, Keith. Thank you for listening to Counsel the Word. For more information about the Center of Biblical Counseling and Discipleship, you can visit us on our website at thecbcd.org.